0: Today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. I want to talk about something that's going on down on James Street. And this is, uh, well, it's it's happening all over town. Uh, Some time ago, the police, uh, Hamilton Police Services developed a program called Coffee with a Cop, which essentially means uh, a, a police officer would sit down and, you know, they'd basically open to the public. You know, you have questions, you want to talk about things with a police officer, just have a one on one, very informal. And uh, they've done a few of them already. Uh, the next one was scheduled to be at the Mulberry Coffee House on James Street. And uh, the Mulberry has now canceled this with a posting they put up the other day. Uh, they say uh, Mulberry wants to continue to be a safe place, the post states. We know that this takes work and we are still learning. Thank you for calling us and so holding us accountable for our clientele. Uh, they say that uh, there are some concerns, but some of the clients, I suppose, that uh, they feel uncomfortable in the presence of a police officer. Uh, which I find rather odd, frankly, serve and protect. Do, what part of that don't they understand? I want to bring uh, Glenn care into the conversation. Glenn, of course, is the former chief of police here at Hamilton Police Services, uh, joining us here on the Bill Kelly. Glenn, thanks so much for the time. Good to have you with us again. Good morning, Bill. How are you? It's, I'm great. It's been a while since you've been on the program. Uh, but I can still remember some of the initial conversations I had when, when you came over to the, to the city here and, and took over. And and one of your priorities at that time, Glenn, was always to develop a relationship between police and community, uh, and how important that is. Uh, that, that's obviously something that uh, has stuck with you all through your years, hasn't it?
1: Well, I think it's an important piece of of policing, uh, policing with the community, uh, not policing the community. So that partnership is key, and it's about visibility. It's about getting out into the community. It's about Uh, engaging as uh, the service is doing with these coffee meetings uh, when things are going fine. Uh, uh, Bill, we've talked many times, people don't call the police and and let them know that everything is going okay. They they call the police when there's a problem and they need some assistance and they need some support. But the uh, important issue is the service members should be out and they should be visible and they should be engaging the community when nothing's going on in order to build a strong partnership and a relationship of trust.
0: Why is there this, this feeling among some people in the community then, and obviously they've, they've responded to this copy house, so, uh, that they, they seem to be intimidated by police?
1: Well, everybody comes to the table with a different perspective uh, and different life experiences, and I think uh, Deputy Bergen has captured it appropriately uh, to respect the position of people uh, that come to the table. Uh, however... You know, clearly, uh, look at the history of our community and engaging in dialogue and dialogue by design. Um, you know, the service was re- uh, was recognized by the CBC in 2016. I think it was February of 2016 as being the second uh, most diverse service in the country. And uh, Bill, that doesn't happen by accident. That happens through discussion and discourse. It happens by having input of the community and the same input that the service is trying to do now in, in building relationships. Uh, people come to the table with their perspectives, and that enables the service to change and to grow and to enhance its service to all of our diverse communities.
0: But with that in mind, uh, I, I, even as you were walking the beat way back in the early days of your career, uh, is, is, is there an intimidation factor, or do people tend to shy away from police officers? I don't know. Is it the uniform? I, I'm, not, I'm not quite sure where they're going here.
1: Well, it's the uniform. It's it's the fact that uh, we are a rules-based society. And when rules are enforced, uh, people, sometimes they don't like it. And somebody has to do that enforcement. It's how we live every single day. Um, you know, just recently, about two weeks ago, um, I was down to City Hall with the Rwandan community, about uh, 200, 300 people from the community who... Have lived through and experienced the Rwandan Tutsi genocide, and it was the 25th uh, commemoration. Uh, chief Gert was there, and you talk about a community that has reason to distrust the police, the military. Uh, it would be the Rwandan community; they were abandoned in their greatest time of need, and yet here they were in Hamilton, proud to be in Hamilton, proud to be sitting at the table with the with the police chief and the service members. And that was about repairing that relationship, improving that relationship. And again, this is the same thing that the service members are trying to do in talking to people in the community to get perspective.
0: I can remember, uh, and again, I go back to my days on City Council because it was a decision made at that time uh, to open uh, community policing centers. And, And I represented Ward 7, which is up on the Central Mountain, of course. And uh, we put one on Concession Street, ripped right? by Concession on Upper Wentworth Street. Mm-hmm. And it was a storefront operation. It was staffed by, by volunteers, etc. But the fact that there were officers on the street, and you've done this, you did that as soon as you came in here the, with the downtown uh, contingent that you put on there. The, uh, the Yellow Jackets, yep. uh, and I, that, yep. that now has a negative connotation, but in those days it was, it's a visibility. And just out there walking around talking to people to create that sort of a bond. And, and that continues to this day.
1: And people want that sense of safety, and they want their neighborhood officer. They want to know who the officer is. We encouraged all of our people to get out and meet the community. You know, Bill, uh, uh, a little while ago, a number of years back, um, through staffing and and hours of operation, we had to uh, reduce the hours for the Dundas community station. Mm -hmm. And there was a public outcry about the hours and not having that officer there. Uh, So there's that sense of safety, that sense of of pride in your own neighbourhood, of having the officer there and available to the community. So I understand both perspectives, but I really have to uh, recognize still the work that the service does in supporting all all different areas of the community. Look at what the service does with city kids and the police in the park and the touch-a-truck event, again, building relationships you know, the Hamilton Police Service, in giving back to this community, have given back over a million dollars through the, their own charity, which is Project Concern. And, Bill, you're well familiar, you've, yep. you've been involved with Project Concern for many, many years. Mm-hmm. So we understand the various perspectives, but look at what the officers are doing in giving back to the community that they serve, and that can only make policing better in Hamilton.
0: And again, this is the cafe responding, obviously to consumer and customer complaints, I suppose. But I'm I'm just I'm I'm amazed by some of the comments here. Uh, uh, In the the issue, the post that they issued here, they said Mulberry Cafe, that of course, has always worked towards creating an inclusive space in which all members of the community are welcome. I guess that means all members except police officers.
1: Well, and you're sitting right across the street from the armories and uh, our uh, proud men and women of, of the service are, 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 in that, uh, in, are in that place all the time. If people feel that way, Bill, uh, and I, I respect their, their position and, and what they're saying, but the issue then has to be asked, so what's the solution and what are you bringing to the table in an effort to improve it? It's okay to complain about things, but what's the solution and how are we going to work together? Because this community is pulled together. Uh, in so many ways, Uh, you know, turn your mind back to the 2001 uh, uh, fire uh, at the Samaj. The community did not divide itself. The community came together, and out of that came the uh, the, the mantra of uh, an attack against one is an attack against all. And we have to maintain that commitment to each other. We have to maintain that commitment to improving. Everything's not perfect, and we're going to disagree that's okay. At least we need to be at the table and discussing so that we can get that perspective and we can work on change.
0: But I think, I mean, this program that they've instituted here, this Coffee with a Cop, is a vehicle to do that, isn't it, Glenn? I mean, that gives you that opportunity. If you've got some misgivings or some apprehensions or some concerns about police or policing... Sit down and talk about it, and and maybe get you know the, some clarity on that. I mean, it, it's only going to happen with dialogue. Right now, apparently, people have entrenched positions right now, and they don't want to even talk about it.
1: Yeah, dialogue by design is always good. It, it can't be about division, Bill. It, it has to be even on different perspectives and things that uh, that people don't agree on. You can only get better if you understand the other perspective, and then you can institute positive change in the organization, you can institute positive change in in the community. Again, when have we ever been adversely served by sitting down at the table and sharing our thoughts, it always works out to be something more positive, even if you don't agree on specifics.
0: Well, there are a lot of posts about this uh, on social media, uh, some for, some against uh, what uh, the cafe has decided to do here. Uh, one uh, from uh, an individual that named uh, Sarah O'Sullivan says that uh, it's not the individual police officers that are the problem; it's the system they represent. Now, that to me screams out for dialogue. I mean, what do you mean the system that it presents? what What is she asking for? A lawless society? Is that? I, I don't. That seems to be all the the alternative.
1: And if it is uh, if it is about getting people together and 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 having the discussion, again, Bill, uh, you know what the the issues that we disagree on, the people who disagree that they they shouldn't be sitting down with officers because of the system that they represent, what is your recommendation for change? What is the way forward? How can we improve? And if you're not willing to share that, uh, you know, people can complain, but you have to have a solution. And how do we how do we work together to do that? You can't uh, really fault the officers that are out there doing the best that they can. Everybody comes to work every day to do the best job that they can for the people of Hamilton. We have great faith in the work that they do, and they do very, very difficult work. But I understand the system issues. It's about enforcement. It's about charges. It's about the court system. It's about the uh, uh, representation of uh, complainants and victims in court. Uh, We understand all of that. But the question is, how are you going to institute change and make it better? You have to be at the table.
0: Well, this quote-unquote system that this individual is referring to, as you mentioned, uh, those are the people that make the laws. Those are the people that complain that the laws aren't being uh, enforced, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. We're all part of that quote-unquote system, aren't we?
1: Yeah, and it's uh, it's not perfect. But the way to make it better is to make sure that the voices are heard, and uh, and and the service has been open. Uh, You know, the officers uh, many years ago in traveling uh, around the city, uh, we encouraged officers uh, on their lunch, uh, rather than drive all the way back to the station to have lunch and you lose a half an hour of patrol time, you lose the lunch time and you lose the the drive back to the beat area, go into a local restaurant, sit down, uh, talk to people, be that public face. They're just regular people and you should get to know them and discuss the issues with them.
0: Glenn, what's this do to, to frontline officers? I mean, I, I, you've talked about uh, the project concern. You've talked about some of the volunteering that officers do, and, the, and that's stuff that doesn't get talked about enough. But, I mean, we see this happen time and time again. So there's an attempt and, and, and a sincere attempt by officers to, to be part of the community and to, and to try to impart the idea that, look, we're not just a, a nameless, faceless uh, you know, police officer. We are people just like you. But then they get a reaction like this. It, it, it's got to be awfully frustrating, I would think.
1: Well, I think people get frustrated by it, uh, but in in fairness, uh, you know, I I did that work for 36 years, and I I have to tell you, Bill, uh, you can read the article, uh, you can be uh, disappointed with what is written. But really, what is going to happen when the next call comes in? They are going to respond. They're not going to change their. Uh, they're not going to change the way that they respond. They're not going to change their professionalism. They're going to rise above as they always do, and they're going to provide the most excellent service that citizens of Hamilton expect and they deserve. And I have great confidence that all the members will continue to do that.
0: Well, there's uh, there's one post here that I thought kind of summed up the well, certainly the way I feel, but um, I'm sure a lot of other people too. Uh, that said, uh, thank you for creating an even bigger wall between the police and the community, said one of these posts. This is sad. You just missed a great opportunity. And that, that really, I think, captures what I think this whole program was all about, this coffee with a cop. It's an opportunity to to have that back and forth and that dialogue.
1: Yeah, and we can't miss those opportunities. Uh, so there's, an, you know, for the individual making that comment, there's uh, perhaps something that was an unintended con- uh, consequence uh, to build that wall. Or maybe it's intentional, Bill. Maybe people just need to have uh, something to have as a a position of conflict. But really, uh, I think the the biggest issue is get to the table, have your say, know the officers. Uh, It's the only way to build the uh, relationship and to trust each other. And then when uh, difficult things happen, we'll be at least able to sit at the same table and continue to have uh, that conversation as well.
0: Well, because there has been a a turnaround. I mean, I understand that there was a time, probably a few generations ago now... Where officers were these nameless, faceless people in the uniforms, and they, and I guess a lot of people were intimidated. But you've talked about the you know the the extra officers you put downtown. We've talked about the community policing. Uh, Hamilton was one of the first, if not the first, uh, police service that started in- instituting uh, you know officers in school areas too. You know to to be visiting school liaison officers and that sort of thing. And that's something that's been adopted right across the province now. So there's been an effort there. To, to try to reach out to the community, but it's only going to happen, and it's going to be successful if the community accepts that.
1: And it has to be intentional, uh, and, and the community needs to be sitting at the table with the service, and I know that the Chief still continues to meet with the community members and have the discussions. Uh, what programs will work? What programs do we have challenges with? You know, you mentioned the school officers. Uh, I remember when that started uh, in Toronto after... Uh, after a, a young student was shot and killed in a, in a school. And it was, a, it was an outstanding success. And now, of course, that's run its course as well to the position where there, there's people that are wanting to take all of the officers out of the schools. So where there's need for change, there's always an opportunity to look at the programs and then redesign, remodel, retool uh, some aspects of it. And in some cases, the programs are, are, uh, are halted. But again, all of that is done by listening to the community, by getting a sense of where the community wants to go and how we want to uh, how we want to work together.
0: Well, it, it's uh, as the blog post said. It's an opportunity lost, and and the good news, I guess, Glenn, out of all this is the the program is going to continue. This coffee with a cop, obviously, it won't be at this particular coffee shop, but but at others. And I hope that uh, they embrace that and seize it. Um, always a pleasure. Thanks so much. Been a long time. I appreciate you joining us today. Take care of yourself, Bill. You too. Glad to care, of course. Former Chief of Police here for the uh, Hamilton Police Services. The Bill Kelly Show. Weekdays from 9 to noon on 900-CHML.